Welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. While we get this sound, uh, while we get a sound check here, I'm turning the volume down a little bit. Maybe it's just loud in my ear for some, for some reason. I don't know, but I'll have to check it out once the show is podcasted and over with. Anyway, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It seems like 
You know what? Uh, it's it's beautiful in the city of Chicago. It's dark. It's gray, but it's lovely. And uh, it's getting darker earlier. Well, as I've always say on every show, wherever you are in the world, I hope uh, that you are doing fine and that you are doing great, that you are doing wonderful, you know. And um, I guess we just have to get right into it. Thanks for tuning into the George Wilder Jr. Show. Thanks for uh, uh, listening. Thanks for telling your thanks for telling your friends to listen and all that kind of thing. I had a great guest on yesterday. Uh, kid uh, talked about he was being bullied and you know bullied I guess in school or around his, uh, the neighborhood where he lives or whatever. He was maybe sounded like he was around 13 to 14 years old. He has a book out called. Um, um, winners win or something to that effect. It's on YouTube, uh, not YouTube. It may be on YouTube, but I know it's on Amazon. And he calls himself the Truth Jones. I think his name, I think his real name is Christian Jones from my research. I'm not sure about that, but uh, anyway, check that stuff out. All righty. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, it says here that the FBI raids San Juan city offices weeks after Trump alleges a corruption. There's no big corrupter in the in the world in Donald Trump. He has a hate for this this mayor of Puerto Rico. He has a hate for her. Trump hates. I mean this guy is just mm. and he calls Stormy Daniels after a judge uh dismisses a defamation lawsuit against him. He calls her. She, he, oh wow, this is so hard for me to even say. He calls her horse face. She says, she, he says he she has a horse face. This that was pretty hard for me to get out because it's so unbelievable. This man, ah, oh, this guy. <laughs> it's not even laughable. It's not even funny anymore. This guy is just despicable. He is just totally, totally despicable uh, horse face. You know, I mean, Avenatti, her attorney, should. I know he's going to come after Donald Trump with full ammunition, and uh, he should, you know, calling her a horse face after she lost a defamation uh, lawsuit against him. But there's about five or six other lawsuits against him. I don't think all of them are going to be dropped. Anyway, he calls her a horse face, and... Somewhere uh, in the news media, they're saying this shouldn't surprise you. No, it doesn't surprise us. I mean, he's called African nations shithole countries. He's called uh, Stormy. I mean, he's called uh, Amarosa um, monkey or something to that effect. I mean, he calls people names. It's just despicable. Uh, this kind of behavior coming from the White House. And I've said it several times. We have criminals in the White House. We have criminals in our Congress. And we have criminals uh, now on the Supreme Court. And there is people calling for a overthrow of Donald Trump, which is uh, something that I sh- feel that is overdue. You know, this guy is just awful. He is just awful. And uh, for him to remain in office and and have the luck that he has is just incredible. Incredible. It's just totally incredible. And once the Democrats win either the House or the Senate or both, I just don't feel like they're going to have the cojones to do anything with this man. 
I don't think they're going to have the cojones to impeach him. I don't think they're going to have the cojones to stand up to Donald Trump. I can only say what I think until I see what is actually being done once the Democrats uh, take over and curtail this guy's power or impeach him or throw him out of office and investigate some of these crimes that that the Republicans refuse to investigate, like Kavanaugh, investigate him. If they find anything in this guy's background that warrants an impeachment of him from the uh, uh, Supreme Court, they should do it. They shouldn't be cowards. They shouldn't. I, I, when Obama was first elected, first elected, I thought he was going to go after George Bush for lying us into a war with Iraq. He didn't do that. There was so much evidence. Uh, for him to do that, uh, he had George W. Bush, he had Dick Cheney, he had these other fuckers that they were all guilty, and there was so much proof of that they lied us into a war where 4,000 young people were killed. Obama did nothing about that, and that pissed a lot of us off, that he let Bush and his cronies get away with lying us into a war and murdering, in my estimation, 4,000 4, young men and women into a war that wasn't supposed to be, wasn't supposed to happen. They lied us into a war, and they got away with it. And I'm hoping that the Democrats do not let the Republicans get away with this. This is why we're voting these assholes out and voting Democrats in, because we want the right things to be done. Republicans right now are trying to and saying that they're going to cut Social Security and Medicaid, Medicare, they're going to cut all of these programs because they fucked over the budget. They messed over the deficit. They caused this with their tax cuts. And now they're saying that people on Social Security, uh, uh, Medicaid, Medicare, food stamps, they're going to have to suffer because of the Republican fuck up. I think they're working on this already because I do think that a few weeks ago, the Republicans, while we were paying attention to Kavanaugh, the Republicans uh, uh, passed a tax cut that was $3.8 trillion, tax cuts for the rich. That, that simply means taking money from all of these programs and giving it to the rich, giving it, making them not just richer, but even more richer. A lot of millionaires and billionaires have said, hey, Trump, we don't need the money. We don't need the money. The people who are struggling to make ends meet, the people who are voting for you, they need them. But these people, they don't give a fuck. The Republicans, one genre, their only means in life is to hurt people because they are just fucking evil. That's all it is. Why go with why go mess with something that's not an entitlement program that they claim is an entitlement program, but it's not because you've worked all your life and you put money into Social Security. So that's your money. But they want to take your money away and give it to the rich, give it to the people who don't really need it. And in some cases do not really want it. There's people out there who want it. But there are some people who don't really want it. They don't really need it. But the hell with that. The um, 
Republicans are going to cut, cut, cut. And I do think they're trying to get this, uh, these cuts to Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, food stamps. They're trying to get all of this stuff. They're going to try to get it passed probably before the midterms. And the midterms are three, three and a half weeks away, maybe, a little more, maybe. Uh, but anyway, they're going to try to get this through Congress. And if they do get this stuff through Congress and, and decide they're going to cut Social Security, uh, the Democrats, if they get in, they can come in and put a stop to it. They can put things back like they were. you know, And they can up in every fucking executive order that Donald Trump has signed into law that's hurting our country. Donald Trump is out there saying, well, don't vote for Democrats. They're going to reverse everything I've done. They should. They ought to. Let's hope they have some balls and some cojones to do so. They should. They ought to. They better. That's why we're voting for them. But, you know, I don't have much. uh, I'm not a Democrat, folks. Don't get me wrong. I'm an independent. I'm not a Democrat. But I hope the Democrats will get in and change the face of this country, put some checks and balances on this fucked up president. I mean, he is fucked up, calling a woman horse face, calling her horse face. It's no, um, it, it's no uh, place in America for that kind of language and to treat women like that, calling her horse face. That is just so awful and just so beneath. This is why America has fallen uh, so far down in the ranks of this world. We're at the bottom. We've lost a lot of standing and ground. We're one of the worst countries on earth, I would think, because of this Donald Trump. Donald, Donald, everything that Donald Trump has ever gotten his fucking hands on, he screwed up. Now he has his hands on this country, and he's fucking it up every chance that he gets. And I think, and a lot of us think that the guy is just purposely fucking up this country. He's doing it on purpose. He's doing it for Russia. He's doing it for his pal, Putin, his lover. Fuck up America. Screw it. Tear it down. And he's doing it. It's going to take Democrats to come in and just straighten this shit out. It, it's awful. And to call keep, and to call this woman horse face, it's all over the Internet, folks. It's, it's every place. is on CNN. It's on U, uh, USA Today, these websites. People are talking about it all over the, all over the planet. Uh, this man is just, just pathetic. He is just pathetic. And and I'll say this before, Robert Mueller, what the hell are you doing? What are you waiting on? The more this this asshole is in office, the more he's going to, the more he sinks this country even fucking lower because he wants to. He is no king. He's no emperor. He's just an asshole, fool, criminal that's in the White House. Vote blue, everybody. Vote blue. Vote. I mean, if, if there's uh, early morning, early voting. Take advantage of early voting. Usually, er- early voting uh, uh, signs of uh, early voting uh, benefits the Democrats, from what I hear. 
We really need to get this guy out of there. We need to get him out quick. Calling a woman, Stormy Daniels. Uh, I think her, name, her real name is Stephanie. I can't come up with her last name. But anyway, uh, horse face. That's just plain old. This guy has just brung the White House down to the sewer, to the sewer, while Congress sitting around letting him do it because they're sewer rats also. The Supreme Court, it has become sewer rats. You got two uh, people on there that have been totally, totally accused of sexual harassment, breaking all kind of laws in terms of sexual harassment. They're on the court. Brett Kavanaugh. And this other guy, um, Clarence Thomas, you got two, and they're Republicans. So now it's, I think it's 6-3, a 6-3 court. It's just awful. It's just awful. Uh, so it's up to the Democrats to, to make some changes. And a lot of people saying, well, they got to have this many votes and that many votes to impeach a sitting Supreme Court judge. Well, we just may have those votes once, once uh, uh, the midterms roll around. But you have to take this in fault also that these people are out to suppress the vote, to keep you from voting. I'm reading all over the place and every part of the country where there is voter suppression. Republicans trying to keep you from voting. Gerrymandering, uh, stealing votes, wiping people off the ballot. It's all over the place. But I do think that's not going to work because why? Why would I say that? I don't think that's going to work as they try to do it because they're just assholes. It's because I, people are going to be voting in fucking droves. People are going to vote their asses off. People are going to vote, and they're going to bring other people to the polls with them and vote. People are already saying, hey, bring, them, bring everybody to the polls. You're going to need everybody. Everybody's going to need to vote because these people are trying to Take away your vote. They don't want you to vote. They hope you don't vote. Because every vote that is not that's a vote for a Republican. And they know it. They don't want you out there. They don't want you out there casting votes. Uh, I went to the mailbox this morning. And as, a, <laughs> and as we all are getting a lot of a lot of uh, advertisement of paraphernalia telling us to get out and vote, telling us to get out there and uh, uh, vote our asses off. You know, I mean, you can only vote once. Okay. But that's good enough. Uh, I, I don't think that gerrymandering and suppressing the vote and trying to throw people off the ballot, trying to keep people from voting, making up voter fraud allegations that do not stand uh, the test of time, do not hold water. Okay, I'm saying uh, thank you uh, for committing to the vote. Let's remind others to vote too. Oh, yeah, I'm always reminding people on this show to get out there and vote, folks. You're, uh, uh, everybody, um, our lives depend on, depend on it, literally, our lives. Okay, it's saying here that need to vote, help us get out the vote. Write note cards to your fellow supporters in key congressional districts, encouraging them to vote. Of course. Uh, go to vote.needtoimpeach.com, write note cards. I went there. 
<laughs> I went to this website, and they're all out of note cards. You know what, folks? That's a great sign. When you go somewhere and you find out that they're all out of these note cards, that's telling you that millions and millions and millions of people are doing it. They have done it already. They have uh, registered. They're going to do this. And it says, once you receive your packet, write a personalized message on each note card asking the person directly to vote. Place note cards in the envelopes and put the envelopes in the mail. No postage needed. They, there is an all-out effort to get people to the polls, to get people to vote. Republicans, they have an all-out effort to keep you from voting. They don't want you to vote. They want to take away your right to vote. And make some sleazy Republicans, if not Donald Trump, president for life. And there is no doubt about it. Some Republicans, some Trump supporters and some of Trump's voters have turned against him. So there is no way uh, this shouldn't happen. This should not happen. There are people out there, I mean, there's people out there with lots of money, millionaires, billionaires. They are asking everybody to get out there and vote. You got Republican donors who are not giving the Republicans money anymore because they just can't stand the kind of party that the Republicans have become. So we have to get out there and do it. I mean, uh, this show is going to be dedicated to getting people out there to vote. At the sound of my voice, you make sure that you – every show that I've done so far, about three or four months back, is talking about voting, 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 and among other things it talks about. <laughs> but, but there are parts, bits and pieces in, in those shows about voting. I can never get on this show and talk about um, not voting. And for everybody who says they're not going to vote, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. For everybody out there who says, fuck voting, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. For everybody out there who says they're not going to vote, excuse me, for everybody out there who says they're not going to vote because of their uh, religious, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. This is your country. This is your fight. You don't fight for your country. You might as well not even be here. You have to vote. My religion won't let me vote. I don't, I'm not supposed to vote. Then that's a stupid-ass religion. Get out of it so you can vote. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people out here who aren't paying attention to what's going on. I hate to say this, but I think George Carlin is right, the comedian, the late comedian George, when he said there's a lot of stupid and dumb people out here. He's right because you got so many people that don't even know what the hell's going on in their own country. They don't even care. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> I'm going to work. I need I need a paycheck. You won't have a paycheck if the Republicans get back in office. You won't. Well, I need to get my Social Security check. You won't have it if the uh, if the Republicans get their way, and they're seeming getting their way. I need to go to the hospital. Well, you won't go to the hospital. Because they will cut your health care. You need to get out there to vote to keep what you have. If you want to keep what you have, if you want your grandmother to keep what she has, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, whatever, vote. If you want your grandfather to keep his health care and his Social Security check coming, 
you better get out there. You better tell them to get out there and vote. Because this is very, very serious. You're going to lose everything. Everything is going to be gone. And this will and this country will become a dictatorship if you don't get out there and throw these assholes out. America will cease to be the America that it once was because the Republicans are just thugs. They're crooks. Mitch McConnell with his old ass saying that uh, they're going to cut entitlements because it's one of the reasons for the deficit. He's a lying piece of garbage. Do not listen to Mitch McConnell. He should be in his grave by now, but some somehow he's still walking. Don't believe Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan lives to cut Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid and food stamps. He lives for it. Even though I'm hearing that uh, without one of his um, loved ones getting Social Security, he wouldn't be where he is right now. But these people are mean. These people are evil. These people don't give a damn about you or this country. They are there for one thing. The Republicans are in office for one damn thing, folks, and that is to line their pockets, period. Money. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a shit about your needs. They don't give a care about how you whine and cry. They don't give a damn how many times you call in to their uh, uh, switch line. They don't care. They don't give a damn how much you email them or how much you cry about uh, them wanting to or will cut Social Security. They don't give a damn about that because they're rich. Even if they leave Congress, uh, quit Congress, they're still going to have their pension, which they will get for life. And one day down the road, they might admit that they were crooks and thugs and should have been locked up. But as for now, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. So many people are on Facebook, and, and I've been seeing post, post after post. They're crying about uh, uh, that uh, there's crooks in the White House, there's crooks in Congress, there's crooks on the uh, Supreme Court. I think America could have could at least done a worked a little harder to keep Kavanaugh off the bench, but they didn't. They didn't work. They, you didn't work hard enough to keep this guy off the bench. You didn't fight hard enough. You should have got out there and just and just pulled. <laughs> I don't know. You didn't fight. You didn't work hard enough to keep this guy off the bench. But now it's up to the Democrats who are poised to take the House, maybe the Senate, maybe both. Uh, uh, to try and get this guy up off the bench. They're going to, from what I've been hearing, they're going to try and, uh, they're going to try and investigate this again, a thorough investigation, not a weak ass joke ass investigation like Trump did. You know how Trump obstructs justice. And my thinking is where the hell is Bob Mueller on this? We haven't heard from him in a while and I've been saying on this show for a long time that Bob Mueller will not come up with anything until after the midterms on Donald Trump because he doesn't want to uh, compromise uh, the election. He feels that he may compromise the election. So he's going to wait until after the midterms before anything. Is, but, you know, 
uh, after the midterms. Uh, some people think that Robert Mueller is a true friend to the progressives. No, he's not. Robert Mueller is a Republican. He may fall into this shit trap with, with Trump. Who knows? Because we haven't heard anything. Trump is not supposed to be in office. He's not supposed to be doing anything. But you know, you can't stop him because the Republicans are protecting him. They're giving him the power that he's to do things to wreck this country. That's what they're doing. And I always say, if you're going to uh, vote out Republicans, vote out all Republicans. Vote them all out uh, in every aspect of the country, in every corner of the fucking world. Vote out Republicans. Keep their asses out of office. Uh, federal, state, local, city, where, where districts, what, wherever they are. No Republicans should be in the office offices nowhere within the United States, and that's uh, and that's the truth. So it, it's going to take a while. First, we got to do is clean out the House of Representatives and clean out the Senate, and then we'll work on uh, governorships. Get them out of there. Get their asses out of those governorships. Uh, secretaries of State, Attorney Generals, you name it. Get their asses out, uh, all of them, because they're all on the same page. They're all mob-like. They're, they're a syndicate. They're all uh, working from the same script, so you get them all out. They're all bought and paid for. They're all about lining their pockets, each and every last one of them. If some Republican is running for office, believe me, he's, he's, he's conning you for your vote. And once he gets your vote, he's going to say, fuck off. And then he is going to start taking money or he or she is going to start taking money from lobbyists, uh, NRA, and fuck everybody else. Pardon my language here, folks, but this is, this is uh, important for people to vote. Vote, 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 vote. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we were going to take a... Let me see. We got got stuff here popping up, popping up all over the place. Okay, we're gonna take a small break. I see we have a uh, guest, uh, but we're gonna take a small break. We will be right back, and then we'll go to the phones and we'll see what's what's happening there. Okay, can we find that clip? Oh yeah, we got it. We'll be right back. Hold on.
<laughs> okay, thank you. The George Wilder Jr. Show is back. So uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening and, and being a part of it. And and make sure you vote, folks. That's that's the key thing. All right. All right, you're on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Go right ahead. Hello. Hi. Hi. Peyton Leonard? Yes, this is she. Okay. You know what? When I saw Peyton, I I was thinking of Peyton Manning or something. All right. <laughs> I get that a lot. It's okay. <laughs> you do? You really do? You know, I mean, you I know. I do, uh, yes. Yeah. It's okay. I, I it's, consider he and I to be like the same person anyway because we have the same first name. So yeah, it's yeah. totally fine. <laughs> yeah, you you have some sort of a common ground there. Yeah, so right. uh, Peyton Leonard on the Peyton Leonard on the George Wilder Jr. show. Tell us all about you. And I I hear you got a book out. Is that is that correct? I do. It's called Lime okay. and Not the Fruit. Lime and Not the Fruit. I I have it written down right here. <laughs> I was a <laughs> Lime and Not the Fruit. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're gonna explain that, right? Yes. Um. So it's about my experience with Lyme disease. I was diagnosed oh. um, uh, five years ago. Uh, it'll be five years in November that I was diagnosed with Lyme disease and have been suffering from it since then. And so, oh. um, yeah, uh, the story goes, it was October, about about this time, around 2015, and um, I was with my, I, I lived with my parents, and so... Um, I was just feeling stuck, really stuck in just my sickness and, and just feeling really depressed and just not sure what to do with my life anymore. Was, um, I had been going to James Madison University for opera, and um, and then I started experiencing Lyme disease symptoms, and I just had to withdraw because I couldn't keep up. And so um, from there, that's when I found out in that November I had a physical done and uh, they tested me for Lyme and they found positive traces in my system. And so in 2015, um, I, I, um, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> I was um, again, feeling stuck and unsure. And my dad knows, knew that I'm a writer by nature. And so he was thinking, why not write a book about your experience with Lyme disease? And so that's what I did. And um, I started writing it in October, and I finished about close to New Year's Eve of 2015, and then I got it published. I self-published on Amazon uh, July 2016. Wow. What are some of the symptoms of Lyme disease? Um, I experienced neuropathy, which is nerve damage all throughout my body. Um, I have arthritis. I have brain fog. Um, I get heart palpitations at times. Um, It's affected my joints. Um, And I get muscle aches and back pain. And I have sciatica. And uh, just a whole slew of things (laughs) that are just not fun. Wow. I mean, (laughs) it sounds sounds like uh, some of the things that I have, actually. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (sighs) No, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It, it, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, she's well, she's diagnosing me, right? <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I was about to get scared. No, <laughs> no. Um, but uh, 
are you on medication for for this? Um, I am. When I first was initially diagnosed, they put me on antibiotics, and so mm-hmm. I was on doxycycline, and that made me really nauseous. And so they put me on amoxicillin, and um, I was on that for like this twenty-eight day protocol. And um, but my symptoms have gotten worse over time, so now yeah. I'm taking. Um, gabapentin, which is uh, the brand name is called Neurontin. It helps with um, neuropathy and sciatica. So I take that daily and um, I take some other medications for depression and certain other things. Um, But yeah, for the most part, I take those things in. And if things get really bad, I'll take an aspirin or something like that, or I'll take a, a bath with Epsom salt and that helps a lot. Yeah, uh, a lot of the lot of the medications that people can take for a lot of these diseases, they make they make the disease a lot worse. Uh, mm. I, I don't. Yeah, for some people, I'm not advocating that it does it does for all people, but for me, uh, uh, I've taken medication, medication, and it all is all of it. It just made some of my problems worse. So I stopped taking a lot of that stuff. I just I don't take anything now. I just hey, wow. Yeah. You know, so, but I, I don't think I have anything that's uh, as serious as, as, as you have. But even even still, I think a lot of the medications are just, the medications have more side effects than they have, you know, uh, anything that's going to, uh, you know, make you feel a little bit better. You know, they have more side effects. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you read some of the side effects of some of these medications, it may, may make you not want to take them. I'm not saying do not take medication. I'm just saying that some medications you don't really need to take, even if you have a prescription, because a lot of these medications, they will make the symptoms worse. And, uh, you know, uh, and I've always said that the medical industry is a profitable one. They are. They make their money by keeping you sick, keeping you prescribing medication that isn't working for you. Now, it wasn't my case, anyway, and some other people. But I can't speak for everybody. I understand that, and some some do make you feel worse than yeah, you were initially. <laughs> a lot of but, it does because. Because this is what I think. A lot of it does. I think a lot of people who take medication for pain are really, uh, you know, killing themselves. Uh, if you want to cure pain, all you got to do is exercise. You know, exercise mm. through the pain, and after a while, the pain is gone, and you don't need all of these these pills that the doctor's describing prescribing because they will make your uh, uh, pain a lot worse. And it's true because I've tried it. I've tried I've, I've tried pain medications and and all that kind of stuff to stop the pain. It just made it worse. And all I did was go outside, walk 30 minutes every day, and next week the pain is gone. For me, I can't speak for everybody else, though. <laughs> you know? Right, right. But uh, I always say if you need pain medication, then you have to have it taken. If you don't, then if you th- if you feel that you can get out of it, you know, because it's costly. It is. It can be. Yeah, people have lost their homes, their cars, their livelihood because they have to have these expensive medicines that do them no good in some cases. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. All right, go right ahead. Tell us about your book. 
Okay. So um, it's it's an ebook on Amazon, and mm-hmm. um, I I talk about how God and my family and my church family have helped me through through the challenging time that I've experienced with Lyme, and uh, I talk about other other celebrities and other people with Lyme disease, and I talk mm-hmm. about um, like certain myths that are surrounding Lyme, and I talk about alternative method uh, medicines and things like that, and mm-hmm. um, it's just a really cool outlet for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I would think it would be, and it's great that you've written a book about it, about your experiences, because that will probably help other people with the same disease. I hope so, and I hope it'll bring mm-hmm. more awareness because a lot of people yeah. don't know about Lyme disease. Yeah. As as far as I've seen, like when I've told told okay. people, they're like, "What? What is that?" <laughs> are, are, do many people succumb to Lyme disease? Um, I would say so. Um, is it curable? There are many debates about that. What I believe is that it is not at this time curable um, because basically what the CDC and everyone else believes is that if you take pro, uh, if you take antibiotics and you, that it, you're cured, but that's not the case. And that definitely wasn't the case for me uh, when I was on antibiotics. It, it made me, um, my symptoms have gotten worse and I've experienced more hardship since the treatment that I was given um, and so I, um, yeah, I think what the antibiotics do is that they, they put the Lyme, the Lyme bacteria into remission, um, which is a good thing, but it, it doesn't cure you. You can relapse. And, um, Yolanda Foster, she's a celebrity that I wrote about in my book. Um, she went all, all over the world getting treatment and she went into remission, but then she relapsed, and she's worse off than she was in the beginning. So mm. it's 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 a nasty disease for sure. Yeah, yeah. Author Peyton Matt Peyton I'm different to say Peyton Manning <laughs> Peyton Leonard <laughs> on the George Washington show. You know what I want you to do? I want you to do something for me. Sure. I want you to go on the internet, Google Lyme disease. I want you to read. Uh, uh, the symptoms that causes Lyme disease and read about if there is any cures for Lyme disease and read about how you can live better with Lyme disease. Sometimes you have to get more than just a doctor's opinion. You, mm-hmm. There are lots of people who have gone online and, and uh, with their problems, their diseases, symptoms, and they have found a better way of becoming cured or living better just by uh, Googling, researching the disease that they have instead of always listening to your doctor. Because you've heard that old saying, get more than one <laughs> diagnose. Talk to more right. than one doctor. Uh, and, and, yeah. and do your research on it online. And sometimes you can find things online that can tell you what to do uh, if you have this disease, Lyme disease, and how to live with it, how to cope with it, and probably how not to spend so much money on expensive prescription drugs that, is, that are doing you no good. 
You don't want to mm-hmm. do that. So you want to kind of just research it, read all about it, uh, symptoms, cures, and all of this kind of thing. If there is a cure, you'll find it online. Uh, what you should be doing, how you should do it, what you should be taking, if you should be taking anything, exercising, thinking positive, you don't want to be depressed. It's all kinds of information online on, on this disease that you can probably put into play, spending so much money going to a doctor to getting all kinds of uh, prescriptions with more deadly, uh, more deadly side effects than anything. And then you say it just makes the disease worse. So I think you should probably just start researching what you have in other places instead of always depending on a doctor, depending on a um, prescription that, you know, because a lot of times doctors don't tell you everything. They will not tell you Mm -hmm. everything. You've heard the old saying that, listen to your doctor. But (laughs) if you don't have a question for your doctor, the doctor is not going to tell you anything. He's going to, first thing he's going to get is that pen and start writing that prescription out. And uh, he will not even tell you the side effects of that uh, prescription until you finally go get the prescription and you have to read about the side effects and, you know, but, but just check everything out online. Give it a, you know, a once over, you know, make sure you, you're uh, 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 dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's when it comes to this disease, because there's so much stuff online that you could be doing that would probably help you through this disease than dropping pills. True. <laughs> All right. I know that was a mouthful. Believe me. Uh, okay. Um, how are people reacting to your book? Um, kind of slow. Um, slow? Okay. I mean, it hasn't been too bad though. Uh, when I initially published my book, um, I shared it on uh, to all of my contacts on LinkedIn, and so I, mm-hmm. I got a lot of people from there that mm-hmm. uh, purchased the book and read it f- and things like that. And so that was good. Um, mm-hmm. But lately, things have been kind of slow with it. Mm-hmm. But I think people are inspired when they read it. Um, yeah. And um, because you know. It's just one of those things where it's just amazing how just a small little tick um, can change your whole life in in an instant. Um, And so it's inspiring to people, I guess, to hear my story and just how I've overcome and I'm still growing and overcoming this disease and not letting it get the best of me and um, things like that. Yeah, but but make sure you uh, uh, research it online too. It's research the uh, causes, uh, the symptoms, uh, the cures if there are any, uh, how to live with it. Um, uh, it. It'll just be one more aspect that you're doing to try to you know uh, live with this or you know keep from succumbing from it. You know, right? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, so check that out. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of. You don't need to be spending all your money on on prescription drugs that are doing nothing um, or just wasting your time, you know, so you check that out. And uh, because I've done it, I mean, I wouldn't tell you anything that I haven't done. OK. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Peyton Leonard on the George Wilder Jr. Show. I'm going to send you a link to the show, to this show so you can have it and put it on your website so people can come by your website and listen to your story on this show about Lyme disease. How's that? 
That's awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. And and good luck with your uh, 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 disease, and um, hopefully everything will uh, turn out okay. All right. Thanks for being on the show, and hopefully you can come back and tell me that you are cured, <laughs> if possible. Amen. God willing. You bet. You bet. All right. Take care. All right? All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Peyton Manning on the George not Manning, Peyton Leonard. Okay, Peyton Leonard. Why am I thinking Peyton Manning? Am I do I have actually football on my mind? And he's retired. He is totally, totally retired. Okay, now Peyton Leonard on the George Wilder Jr. show. She's on Lyme disease and hopefully everything will be okay for her. Everybody, the George Wilder Jr. Show is now in session. The finest internet radio talk show and podcast in the land of Illinois on the north side of the great, great city of Chicago. You are now on the air. Fun time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Have a great time.
All right, we are back on the George Wilder Jr. Show. There was a little bit of hesitation. Sorry about that, people. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, let's see. Okay, this is uh, – let me mention her again. I hope she has uh, – I hope it, I hope she gets along well with her disease and learning how to manage it. Arthur Payton Leonard, make sure you check out her – Check out her book online, okay? Check it out. Check it out. Uh, review it and also review it, folks. All right. Uh, back to – let's see. We had some questions sent in by viewers. Let me see if I can get to one of them, <laughs> just maybe one or two of them before we're off the air. Let's see. We got about 10 or 20 here. Um, do you celebrate spring? Of course I celebrate spring. That's a That's an elementary question. Uh, of course I celebrate it. I, I celebrate. Why do I celebrate spring? I celebrate it because it's the end of winter, right? <laughs> uh, uh, winter. It's the end of winter. Okay. Do you share photos? Not much. Yeah. Yeah. I share. Yeah. When I come to think of it, yeah, I share photos sometimes on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, some other websites, you know, you share photos of yourself, your family, you know, um, let's see, how important is keeping your cool? I think it's very important to keep your cool. Um, is TV too white? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think black folks are everywhere, uh, all over television. But I do know that television seems like it's just getting stupider. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of those stupid shows on television, those, those stupid comedies. I know some people do, and that's their thing. But I, I just can't get over <laughs> some of this. And, you know, Seinfeld still comes on. And my son, he watches – I don't know if he watches it or, or he just has it watch, it, watch him. Uh, but um, I, I don't watch TV, television too much. Some people call it the Id- idiot box, the stupid box or something. It depends on what, what you're watching. If I do watch TV at all, it's always sports or maybe news or something, uh, breaking news. But other than that, <laughs> I don't mess with it. Or or I just put in a movie. You know, I love watching movies. I, I've always been a big movie fan. Uh, my son is not a big movie fan. He He's He's into the silliness, the goofiness, the stupidity. Maybe that's his mantra until he gets older. I don't know. But anyway, I have always been a big movie fan. I mean, I go all the way back. I mean, I'm not that old. But I do uh, enjoy movies from the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the, all the way up to the 2000s. You know, uh, I, I wasn't born in the 30s. I wasn't born in the 40s. I wasn't... You know, uh, I just like movies from that era. I mean, I like movies from the 50s, especially if they're good classic movies, you know, not garbage, you know. So I just think the movies today aren't getting it. They're not cutting it. I, I have a hate and love relationship with Netflix. Uh, I hate Netflix and, and – um, and and uh, shows like it because they won't let me watch what I want. They want me to watch what they want me to watch. They want to tell me what to watch. I don't want. I don't like any uh, streaming network 
uh, I don't know what to say, how to say it, to tell me what to watch. I want to watch if I want to watch a movie from 1962. I want to watch a movie from 1962. I don't need to watch what you want me to watch. That this is why I I don't too much care for Netflix. I mean, uh, they they Netflix have some of the worst movies on that I've ever seen. Some of them are just poor produced, uh, poor directed, and poor acted. Netflix. Uh, uh, this is what Netflix is all about. Some of that stuff is poor acted. It's they're made cheaply than some of the movies that you might go to the city uh to the theater to see. Uh and there may be some good stuff on Netflix. If there's good stuff on Netflix, I've already seen it. <laughs> uh because there are so many movies that Netflix come out with that I might have here, right here in my studio. You know, Kill Bill. I mean, what the hell? I got that. The Hateful Eight. I have it. You know, Thor. I have it. You know, a lot of the movies <laughs> that, they, that they want you to see, you have it already. You know, Bruce. I, oh, I have that. Bruce Lee. I have that. I don't need to see those, pay to see those same movies on Netflix that I already have in my own library. But what I would love about Netflix, if it would just let me choose any movie anywhere in the world that's made that I can watch. If I want to watch something, you know, uh, from the from 1945 or 1955 or 1965 or 1985 or 2005, I should be able to watch it, choose it and watch it. I don't like the fact that Netflix put up a lot of movies and a lot of uh, their own television shows and say, you should watch this. I may not want to watch Luke or whatever they're putting up or The Ridiculous Six or Scott Atkins movies that I've seen a ton ton of times. I don't need to watch movies that I already have or already seen. So I got a big uh, uh, beef with um, Netflix you know so it's like a love and hate relationship one one minute I don't have it anymore and then I have it you know that's the way it is with Netflix uh, but um, uh, it's just a love hate relationship we'll see what happens all right you've been listening to the George Wanda Jr. show on Block Talk Radio it is 702 in the city of Chicago, I want to thank my guest, Peyton Leonard, one more time. Please go check out her book. Uh, Peyton Leonard is her name. She spells Leonard, um, let's see, L-E-O-N-A-R-D, Leonard. Check her out on Amazon, okay, because I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. All righty, we're going to do this, see if we can find something here to, you know, Okay. Oh, it's beautiful in the city of Chicago. I hope it's great wherever you are in the world. And I hope you're not sitting around depressed about what's going on in the country. You have to just get out there and do it, folks. We got to get out there and vote. We got to get out there and make our voices heard. Uh, And it is so important that we get out there and vote. It is so important that we vote and vote strong because 
there is no doubt about it, and this is not a joke. America depends on your vote. America depends on you making it to the polls. America depends on it. Your life depends on it. Your livelihood depends on it, especially if you're on Social Security and Medicare. Your life depends on it. Your livelihood, health care. You want to go to the doctor when you get sick. You want, you, want your kids to be able to go to the doctor when they get sick. We have to vote, people. We have to vote. I mean, early voting, I, I believe early voting in some states have started already, but in some states like Chicago, Illinois, it has not. But I do know you can mail in your ballot, you know, and there's probably uh, you can all vote online. And hopefully uh, uh, no cheating will be done. But, you know, the Republicans are going to cheat regardless. You know, they're going to cheat and say they didn't cheat. They're going to lie. But if people vote uh, hands down, you know, and I think that's going to happen. I do feel a blue wave coming. It may be a tsunami, okay? It may just be a tsunami. But let's hope it's a tsunami because we need a tsunami. We need to send a message to these dog-ass Republicans. We need to send a message to them. And I've said many times, uh, we got to – once we vote Republicans out, we have to keep voting them out. You know, the, the um, midterm, no matter what it is, if it's a blue wave or a tsunami, we, you may vote a, a few Republicans out or maybe a lot in Congress, but we need to vote them out in governorships. We need to vote them out in, in, in every district, in every corner of America. Because, as I said before, they are a syndicate. They are a mob. They're all on the same page when it comes to kissing Donald Trump's ass, when it comes to wanting to destroy America and, and destroy everything that you and I love. We have to vote. Even if you don't want to vote, get your ass out there and vote. Because if you don't, they're coming after your livelihood. It depends. They're coming after you. And I can't see – I mean, I've, I've been reading stuff about um, uh, Texas with um, Ted Cruz uh, running against uh, this young man. You know, I think it's Beto O'Rourke. Okay. They're saying that – now they're saying – I don't know if this is true, but a lot of times you may hear that Ted Cruz is ahead – and when he actually is not ahead, that's somebody lying, you know, want you to think that you might as well not vote for Bacos O'Rourke because there's no chance for him because Ted Cruz is going to take it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Do not believe anything that's negative that you see in the press on Facebook. If it's negative, say, well, uh, J.B. Prisker is 30 points behind uh, Bruce Rauner. Don't believe it because it's not true. They want you to feel depressed. They want you to feel like – because they, they feel – a lot of these assholes who post that kind of thing, they think if they can make you feel depressed about somebody getting beat, getting whipped, then you won't vote. you say, what the hell is – why should I vote? He's going to get whooped anyway. Get out there and vote. 
Get out there and vote. And and even if Ted Cruz is ahead in Texas, uh, why would anybody want to vote for Ted Cruz? Why would you want to vote for Ted Cruz? There are so many people out here who are just voting because they hate Democrats. They are voting because they just hate Democrats. Even though they know Ted Cruz is going to take away their Social Security, he's going to vote against Medicaid, he's going to vote against Medicare, he's going to vote against Social Security. Still going to vote for are still voting for him. Why is he ahead if he is ahead? Even if, he behind, even if he's behind two points, that's still too far, too much for him. Why are people voting to hurt their lives? Why are people voting to have their Social Security taken away? Why are people voting to have their health care taken away? Why are people voting uh, just because they hate Democrats? And have everything taken away from them. This administration, they don't give a damn about Democrats. They don't give a damn about you. They don't give. They don't care about anybody. Nobody. You can vote for Ted Cruz a million trillion times. He doesn't give a damn about you. Only thing he wants is your vote. After he gets your vote, he's going to cut your Social Security. He's going to uh, vote for more tax cuts. He's going to cut your health care. He's going to cut everything. Why in the fuck are you voting for this man? Why are you giving him the lead in the polls when he's going to come back and hurt you? That doesn't make any sense. But that is what's happening out here, folks. People voting for politicians who are going to ruin their lives. Ruin their lives. All because they can't stand Democrats. Well, I don't care. I don't like Democrats. What has a Democrat ever done to you but try to make your life better? These people are just hateful, stupid, and dumb and going to take the rest of us down with them. That's what they're doing. If we're all going out here voting the right way and you got a million assholes voting the wrong way, and if they should win, then you know, whatever they, whatever uh, uh, policy that's going to be in place by the person that they voted for is going to affect us all. It's just so dumb. People voting against their own interest. Voting. And the Republicans, they don't give a damn about their own constituency. They don't give a damn about their own voters. And yet, the voters vote for them. If we haven't got a disconnect in this country, folks, we've got it now. It's a damn shame that people, Americans, go out here and vote against their own interest. And that's what they've been doing for Decades now, Americans have been voting against their own interests. Why do you think we have all these Republicans in these governorships? Why do you think we have all these Republicans uh, in every aspect of our lives, Republicans? Because people have been voting against their own interest, voting against people 
who are going to take every damn thing away from them. They're going to be in the streets. They're going to be homeless. They're going to be out there sleeping in the alley. But they voted for a Republican, and they're proud. (laughs) It's just crazy that people uh, do that. And in some cases, it's no convincing them. You know, I mean, that you're going to lose everything. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your home. You're going to lose your car because the Republicans are going to take all of that stuff away from you. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose everything. But they vote for them. That's crazy. And one of the things I do know that the Republicans really do want to keep Americans dumb and stupid. That's why they hired Betsy DeVos to tear up and rip up the Department of Education. She, she, she wasn't put in that post to make that agency uh, uh, viable and grow. She was put in that post to cut and eliminate the Department of Education. She lost a round in court, I think, about three weeks ago on uh, university protections. That woman's crazy. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She doesn't know what the fuck she, and she knows she doesn't. Trump doesn't know what he's doing. We have to get out here and vote, people. It's dire. America depends on it. And I want to say to those people out there, and if you know anybody out there who's voting Republican, try to change their minds. Try to tell them. Try to get some sense into them. Tell them to stop watching Fox News. And I'm hearing that the majority of the people who vote Republican are senior citizens. The old people, uh, senior citizens, the elderly, they're out there voting for Republicans. They're the ones who are giving these Republicans high numbers in the polls. They're watching Fox News, Fox News feeding this bullshit to them, and they're believing it. You know, But somebody has to talk to these folks who are out here voting against their own interests. Talk, pull them to the side. Let them know that this is, this is not the way to go. You tell them they're going to lose everything. Um, if you're in a nursing home, they're going to throw you out because your Social Security check will not be coming or it will be cut. You need to go to a doctor, you're going to die on the sidewalk because your health care will be cut. You got children that need uh, uh, a flu shot maybe, a uh, Technic shot or a measles shot, you better be you're gonna have to come out of your pockets. It is very, very, very dire that we vote and vote all Republicans out. And that's one of the reasons I want to say the reason why we have so many Republicans in these governorships around America, it's simply it's simply because people did not vote. Whenever you don't vote, your vote is going to be used anyway. Your vote is going to be used to elect a rotten, low-down, sleazy Republican. This is why they don't want you to vote. This is why they're trying to suppress your vote. They know we are the 99 percenters, and they are the 1 percent. Who's got the most clout? The 99 percenters, of course. But if we don't vote, they win. And then there goes your Social Security. There goes your health care. There goes your uh, 
uh, SNAP benefit. There goes everything. You won't be able to pay your rent. You, your mortgage is going to get behind. You're going to be thrown out of your house. The Republicans are coming after everything. They don't give a damn about your job. They don't give a damn about the kids that you have in college. They don't give a damn about your brand new car you got. They don't care about your clothes, your family, the suburbs that you live in. If you're not rich like they are, they don't give a fuck about you. If you're not rich like they are, their tax cuts will not benefit you. The tax cuts will benefit rich, the rich people like they are. You have to get out here and vote. And if you don't vote, infrastructure, uh, all these kinds of things are going to are going to uh, start rotting. The Republicans put no money towards infrastructure like bridges and roads and stuff. Uh, uh, you've heard about the sinkholes that happens and the uh, bridges that collapse over the expressways. That's because nobody is putting in any funds to uh, check out these kinds of structures, the infrastructure. When you drive over a bridge or something, you don't want it to uh, crash down in, on, onto the uh, highway or the expressway, killing millions of killing a lot, killing lots of people. We need funding for road for road uh, repair. That's not coming. The Republicans don't care. They don't give a shit if the country falls apart. As long as the money goes into their pockets, they don't care. They are all about lining their fucking pockets, folks. That's all it is. Money, 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 money. They don't give a shit that the Democrats take over as long as they walk away richer. And their kids are in college, and their house is paid for, the car is paid for. They got three or four houses, you know, homes in every state. They don't care. They went in, they swindled, they lied. They colluded with Russia. Hey, fuck it. They, they've got their money. It is so crucial that we vote. It is so crucial that we get out here and do our thing. It is so crucial. It's not a game. It's not funny. It's not. It is imperative. Do not let anything stop you from voting. Do not let anything uh, stop you from getting others around you to vote. Get out there and do it and vote them all out. Every last one of them, no matter how much they plea. No matter how much they plead to, to say that they're going to do something for you, they're not going to do a damn thing for you. They're just lying to get your vote. Vote them out, vote them out, vote them out. You see how Kavanaugh, you see how Kavanaugh, Brent Kavanaugh acted at the hearings. Would you have hired him? No, you wouldn't. But the Republicans, the slimy, <laughs> the slimy-ass Republicans did. And hopefully the Democrats will come in there and investigate and get his ass up off that Supreme Court. And the thing is, the Republicans are now threatening the Democrats, telling them what they shouldn't do or they better not do if they win the House. They're telling, you better not do this. You better not investigate Trump. You better not impeach Kavanaugh. You better not. You better not. That's Mitch McConnell. You better not do this. You better not do that. I just hope 
some Republicans have some spine and do the right thing for the American people and this country, not those idiot-ass Republicans. All right, you've been listening to the George Walter Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. Franklin Graham just popped up on one of my computers here. That slime ball, that crazy idiot uh, evangelist or Christian, whatever he calls himself, he's in Trump's underwear too. Uh, you know, he. I, I think this guy, Franklin Graham, who is the son of Billy Graham, who passed away a few months ago, um, he is not his father. I mean, Billy Graham, I, I envy Billy Graham, but this Franklin Graham, his son, he is not like his father. He is just a staunch hater, liar, a stupid fool. He's not like his father. So uh, he's on Every time you see his face on Facebook, it means that he said he didn't said something dumb and stupid and ignorant. And somehow people have to post it because they can't believe these things come out of his mouth. And they want to share it to let us know that he, that this man is out there saying dumb dumb things. And that's the thing. A lot of people say dumb shit. They say dumb things. And they say dumb things because they want attention. They want attention. Frank, people like Franklin Graham would never get any attention. The only reason why he's getting attention because his father was Billy Graham. And Franklin Graham says a lot of dumbass things. Uh, so, you know, they post his picture and post what he says around the Internet because he's Franklin Graham. He's in the spotlight. He's he's not a celebrity. He's just a jackass Republican. Uh, and this is why I keep saying uh, we have to vote these people out, and we're going to have to uh, do the right thing for America because these Republicans, they want to take us back to 1934. They want to take us back to 1934, uh, Hitler's Germany. We can't go back. We can't go back uh, that far. We, we are supposed to be going forward, but you know, the Republicans are going to take us back. And as they're taking us back, they're saying it's good for America. Now they want to cut Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, and so many seniors around the country are scared shitless. They're crying. Oh, my husband's going to be thrown out in the street. Oh, what am I going to do? They're going to take everything. People are totally, totally crying. People are scared, and they have the right to be. Because Social Security is their only income. Some are, some are retired. Social Security are their only income. SSI, I mean, disability benefits for the disabled. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is not America. This is why I say we have to get all of these fucking people out of office. We've got to vote them all the fuck out. Every Republican there is. They're all slime. Come to think of it, I'm doing a book on Donald Trump. Yeah, I'm doing a book. I mean, who isn't doing a book on Donald Trump? I'm doing a book. It should be out after the midterms or early uh, 2019. I'm, I'm calling it the slime of Donald Trump. I mean, it is after he called this woman said she had a horse face this (laughs) 
It's not funny. It's pathetic. And this guy is slime. And I'm doing a book on Donald Trump. I didn't interview nobody. I didn't talk to nobody. It's just a timeline. It's just a timeline of events. Actually, I've written a book, wrote the book for history. So after I'm dead and gone and you're dead and gone and, and it's a new world and everything, people can go look at that book and see what the hell we had to live through. <laughs> see what we had to live through. Uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of authors out there writing books about Donald Trump. I mean, and he knows it. I know it. Uh, there's so many books out there on Donald Trump and they're all negative. They're all negative, and they should be all negative because he's a negative pres- president. He's, he's not only the worst president ever in the United States. He's the worst human being ever. <laughs> he's the worst human being. So, yeah, I'm doing a book on Donald Trump, um, and I'm working on it now as I'm working on other stuff. Um, but keep that in mind. I am doing a book on Donald Trump. I announced it a few months ago that I was doing a book on Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, I, I didn't interview anybody for the book. I didn't talk to anybody for the book. It's not uh, – it's just a timeline of events. That's it. That's all. You know, uh, it's, uh, it, it will not be anything in that book that you probably didn't already hear. Okay? That's, that's how I'm writing it. And uh, I do add my own little input uh, – into the book, but it will not be finished until um, after the midterms, way after the midterms, maybe into the, uh, as I said, into 2019. Anyway, um, vote all Republicans out of America. That's the best way to do that. But once, you know, it's going to take some time. It may take at least 10 to 15 years to get them all out. But uh, um, who knows? It may take Less than that, maybe a year or, or two to get them out, all out. Um, is it feasible having them all out? Can it? Can all of them? All of them actually be uh, thrown out? I think so. I think we can do it if everybody votes and votes the right way. We can get them out. Of course, we're going to always have the people who are going to say uh, they want a Republican uh, because they just hate. Democrats, and they don't even have a good reason for hating Democrats or liberals. Uh, liberal is a dirty word <laughs> in the conservative uh, uh, arena. It's a dirty word. It's like, you know, liberal, liberal, my God. You know, it's, a, it's like a dirty word. Uh, conservative, I mean, people look at conservative, even on the Democratic side, they don't see conservative as a dirty word. They conservative spelled rich, actually, but liberal, he's a liberal, you know, as if it's some sort of really, really rotten, dirty, low down word, you know, um, it's not, it's not, it is really not. And uh, we have to get out there and do it, folks. We're just about off the air. I think we have about four, three or four more minutes left into the show. Okay. Uh, we have to get out there and vote. And from this day on and every day on, I will be espousing getting out the vote. You do your part of getting out the vote. I'll do my part of getting out the vote. This has to be done, folks. We, or we lose this country. 
we're gonna lose everything. We've lost a lot of we lost a lot of ground already uh, during the two years of Donald Trump. So we've lost a lot of ground. If we don't want to lose any more, we have to get out there and vote. We have to get out there and do it. We got to get this monster out of the White House. We got to get those jackasses out of the our Congress to get Brett Kavanaugh off the Supreme Court. He's a crook. He's a criminal. He's a thug. He's a liar. He should not be on the Supreme Court. I'm just hoping that Democrats have enough balls to do that. Because there are times when the Democrats get in, they don't do shit. They let this man stay when they know he's a crook. Clarence Thomas shouldn't even be on the court. He has a a rap sheet of sexual misconduct. We have to get out the vote, folks. We have to get it out. We have to do it. We have to be positive. We have to be up on it. We have to stay mad, angry, and pissed. We do all of those things, and we get people out there to voting, uh, uh, getting people registered and getting people out there, getting people uh, mad and pissed off and wanting to take this country back from these thugs and crooks. We can do it. We can do it. All right, I want to thank, thank again um, my, my guest, my wonderful guest, Peyton Leonard. Make sure you go check out her book. And if you don't know the name of her book, uh, replay this program and uh, get the name of her book. Or you can just uh, you know, go to Amazon and put her name into the uh, text bar, click, and her book uh, pops up. You know, And check it out. Read it. She says the book is not doing too well. Make the book a best, make her book a bestseller. <laughs> I can't even say bestseller. Make her book a bestseller. Okay, because she's a beautiful, wonderful person, and uh, she deserves that. She really deserves that. We're just about off the air, folks. I want to say to everybody, have a great weekend. Have a great evening. Have a great morning. Where, whenever you, wherever you might find yourself listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, whether it's in the morning, in the noon, uh, evening, weekend, in your car, great. Have a great weekend, folks, and we will see you tomorrow, hopefully. And vote blue. Vote blue. Drag everybody to the polls. If you run into people who say they do not want to vote, try to change their minds. Do change their minds. Tell them how crucial it is for you to get out there and vote out these Republicans.
from the mighty and the mighty from the small. 